The Mud Peddlers, a podcast where two nerdy ceramic artists share the behind the scenes of their worlds of clay. We're your hosts, Lindsay M. Dillon. And I am Dante of Earth Nation. Today on The Mud Peddlers, we have a very special guest who I am excited to introduce. Aaron Navarro, meet the Mud Peddlers. <laughs> hey guys, uh, it's kind of weird. I wanted to say that I've always wanted to like be on this podcast. Oh. Um, so I okay. So first, first of all, I believe it or not, I actually knew about Dante before I knew about you. Yes. I don't okay. know. Is that? Yeah. I because I think I'm. Tr- I was funny as I was preparing questions last night. I was like, how did we actually meet? Because I couldn't remember if it was through. Dante, or if it was, or if we had met like separately and then saw Dante. He walked together. up to us. Okay, so okay, we, yeah. to us. we actually met separately. So oh, believe, okay. believe it or not, so I knew about Dante before I knew about you. And okay. this, and this is like, uh, and I know one of your questions is about like, how did I get in ceramics? Yeah, so yeah. What's funny is you actually used to work for the person that I learned from. Really? Wait. Yeah. From Ooh. the person. So yeah. you worked for a potter, and you might not have known it. You remember? Well, yeah. uh, remember Lisa from my studio? Lisa. Downtown. Lisa. Oh my yeah, God, yeah, yeah. Lisa. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. I heard, my God, that is a blast from the past. Yes, yeah. that was, for our, for our <laughs> listeners, this was a ceramic studio that was in downtown Sacramento uh, called My Studio. I remember was, that place. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it gone now? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's been yeah. gone for a while, but oh. I think I worked there for like maybe three months or something it's like that. It's been gone for, God, like seven years now? Something like that. What yeah. happened to it? I don't know exactly, but I think it just wasn't making enough money. That's fair. So they had to close. Yeah. That happens when you don't go to your studio and support them enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Support (laughs) those local studios. (laughs) (laughs) Did we meet at my studio then? No. Okay. So I think you were gone by then. Okay. I think you were actually already out of the studio by then. And you had been working for chocolate fish or inside oh. or something at the time yeah yeah but i went there and everybody loves everybody loves this i went for what's called a ghost night oh <laughs> bless i can see where this is going do carry on i oh hate it god. already <laughs> i hate it <laughs> oh my god i hate that movie so much now we I, all <laughs> you know what i unrepentingly wait hold on gonna sound weird. Lindsay has to pee real quick. I do. I'm sorry. I'm just like on the table right now. Just peeing. <laughs> you drank the whole thing first? I did. I needed the coffee, bro. I'm on like oh, four so hours it's, of sleep. It was coffee, not tea. Now it's well, tea. Yeah. I thought that you drank a whole thing of tea and you're on your second thing of tea. Mm. I mean, that'll be me soon. Yeah, true. No, anyway. Um, that'll be me later. Yeah, I'll yeah. A cup of coffee later. <laughs> just so are you peeing on the table or no? Yeah. I'll probably pee on the table later. Yeah, so it sounds Depends on if I go to the brewery or not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely got to go to the brewery. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I unrepentantly love Ghost, but that's a brawl for another day. I can see Dante about to fight me. I make it awkward whenever someone's like, You watch the movie Ghost? I just pretend I don't know. I'm like, Whoa, no, what's that? Oh, my God. I just act stupid. And then once they explain it, because if you explain it without context of the actual movie itself, it sounds like you're watching two people about to have intercourse around a ghost <laughs> while pottery is around. <laughs> so I'm always like, wait, hold on. So you were watching some porn mm-hmm. and they just happen to have pottery in the background yeah. and that's the part you took away from it. And they're like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, it sounds like you were watching ghost porn 
and you oh did pottery somewhere in the background, and that's the part you took away from it. You know what? Yeah, I think no, 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 no. We need, <laughs> to, we need to make this category on uh, on Pornhub now. That's just ghost, where we're Ghost pottery? Ghost pottery, yeah. <laughs> Undoubtedly. Just people in see-through effing... <laughs> I mean, I've got the hair for Demi Moore. Oh, I got no. this. We just need but a... I bet yes. you it already exists. Yeah, undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. I bet you it does. Yeah. So, okay, so sorry. But, so, yeah, We're going so, to ghost night. Oh my God. <laughs> we'll get through this eventually. Ooh, we'll so, get all the questions. So off the ghost board, guys. Yeah. <laughs> people, well, people ask me all the time. Yeah. I, and I will say, I hate that movie so much now. My sister used to watch when I was younger. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, this isn't a right movie. It's got mm. Patrick Swayze in it. Yeah. And then I get older and I do pottery and I'm like, I, I hate, I fucking hate ghosts. I hate that movie so much. Like, why do you ask me if I do pottery on ghosts? If yeah. I was Demi Moore, I'd be pissed off. Yeah, right? Like yeah. the big old cylinder and then he just wrecks it. I don't believe it. She threw the... No, no I don't think so. Like not. a professional potter came in, threw like a 10-inch cylinder and was like, there you go. Because as she was touching it, I was like, you're not doing it right. How'd you throw that cylinder? <laughs> <laughs> these, are the, these are the big questions. There's no these way. These are the big questions. Put on an apron and sit down in the potter's room. Yeah. Yep, yep, pretty much. That's all you gotta do. I gotta, we gotta find the uh, the Potter's name in the credits who actually threw that for the movie, because undoubtedly it's in there somewhere. Did you know the True. Lord of the Rings pottery? Like, is one dude who made like all the Lord of the Rings pottery? Bless. I, I believe it. He's That's awesome. I believe it. And it's, I looked him up the other day. He's not as famous as he should be, to be honest. Mm hmm But it's oh. all his work. So Ghost Night. So we we did some pottery there, um, and this was like with a, with a really old girlfriend that I had back in the day. Mm -hmm. um, and so we went there. We did some pottery, did some pieces, and then I took some classes from her. And it was at night, and I'd always come in. And do you, you know Matt Roper, right? Matt Roper, I think so. I think he I think he knows you through somebody, but anyways, I'm really he, terrible with names, so I probably would like recognize him. But he's uh, he's like an artist. He's two D artist. Mm, okay. um, so anyways, he. I knew him, um, I, I've known him a long time, um, since my childhood, but oh, he used cool. to go there, and oh. he kind of told me about the studio, and I, I went in and started doing pottery, and then the studio closed now, mm. like, I don't know, five months later. So and that was your, that was your first was time that. getting into ceramics? Doing ceramics. Oh, so okay. I am obsessed with ceramics. Ooh, I, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's hear it. What's your, uh... I'm ashamed to say I'm so obsessed with ceramics. <laughs> I mean, you're you're in the best company for making that statement. <laughs> yeah, for we're not gonna our, shame you for it. We're not gonna. Yeah. Yeah. So for for our listeners, why don't you tell us like who who are you and what is Dirty Panda Ceramics? Because Dirty Panda Dirty Panda Ceramics is your Instagram handle. So why don't you what's what's your elevator pitch for that? Okay. So yeah, I I'm Aaron Navarro. I am at this point in time, I'm one half of Dirty Panda Ceramics Studio. Mm -hmm. uh, my soon-to-be wife is she helps me with a lot of my work um, which really cuts down on my time to make stuff nice but we I, I basically I'm a dog lover I'm a horror enthusiast uh, I watch anime not as much as I should these days <laughs> that's um, the perpetual yeah the perpetual thing is always more anime you always love it but it gets less and less as you get older well the, the seasons get less and less good yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's a take and it's true though uh, yeah it's true though I'm waiting for anime that used to be good to come out with new seasons because the new anime is so not my type. I'm not even gonna say it's not good. It's just not my type anymore. That, yeah, okay, but this really. this season is really good though. I will tell you, this season is fantastic. Yeah. I'm into My Hero Academia. As as like bad as it is, people say it's like it's good. It's fantastic. Out. I love it. I, I love it. I know it's very male male geared. You know what I mean? It's very like fighting and brotherhood. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, this guy worships a Superman, but in Japan, like I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's still it's still good though. I, I like mean, it. like I. 
I low key have to turn off my feminist brain half the time when I watch anime. Cause, but see, isn't yeah. it? Uh, but yeah. it's all. But it's all male driven, though. All yeah. anime is. I mean, yeah. unfortunately, when you've got Japan. all these like fighting robots and stuff, they're all women in scantily clad battle armor. And yeah. Yeah, it's uh-huh. they're still badass, but yeah. The worst part is the consumerism <laughs> for me because it's it's like. It's like, mm, I don't agree with it, but I am still watching it. Yeah. You know, people yeah. who are like, oh, I hate Amazon. You got a Prime account? Yeah, I have a Prime yeah. account. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's so true. It's so true. The consumerism is what keeps it alive. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's it's good stuff. It, it's good for creativeness. That's yeah. that's what it's good this for. Is this is true. It's anime. Yeah. So you are um, a fan of anime, a horror fan. I am. Uh, I loved H.P. Lovecraft my entire life. I, honestly, I sound like I'm I'm making a Tinder profile or something for. <laughs> I know. This, I mean, that's kind of what like <laughs> talking about yourself with ceramics feels like half the time is like with the artist statements is like okay I gotta right you know. I, let me let me dial this back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> so. Yeah, my studio name, I have wanted a studio, I don't know, I wanted like Panda Ceramics or something, but then since I knew I knew about Dante and his whole, hey, you know, Dirty Potters, I was like, oh man, I'm like, how can I make this a cool like ceramic studio about throwing pottery and people know that it's not like super clean. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I came out with Dirty Panda. I have I a small obsession that. with pandas. Oh. Um, I was going to ask what the panda thing is about. So I got to meet one in China. Really? Super crazy. Take him out to lunch? He was already eating lunch by the time. Oh, okay. Okay, he he stood go. me up. I <laughs> got there and he was already eating. Disappointing. You know what? The panda missed out. The panda missed out. <laughs> Didn't pay any attention to me the entire meal. They, oh. It was it was the worst date I ever had. Oh, man. Well, you know what? You got a good story out of it. That's what you I did. Know. I did. So I met him in China. I, I So, I'm sorry. I met a panda. <laughs> And I, you know, I got to touch him and, and oh. hug him, and it was really cool. I've always been obsessed with them. But then I made my, and I realized now my studio, Dirty Panda Ceramics, my roommate was like, hey, Dirty Panda Ceramics, are like, why is your, is that DP Ceramics? Oh! <laughs> oh my god, I love that! I love that so much. Of course you do. Yes, of course I do. I'm, of the, you do. I'm the full-blown degenerate on this podcast, I think. So. Oh, my God. Yeah, maybe we all are, actually. <laughs> and and believe it or not, I have had the roller coaster of comments about that. So Ooh. I don't know if you... Did you know um, Susan from my studio? Susan Nakamoto? Uh, the name sounds really familiar. Yeah, that name does sound familiar to me, too. So yeah. she so she used to be at my studio, too. And, oh, my God, like, she, nicest person in the world, has the dirtiest mind in the world oh, ever. That's amazing. She's like, oh, I like your studio name. She's like, Dirty Panda, DP Ceramics, huh? She's like, you should totally, like, <laughs> venture out into the adult market. Oh, my God. Well, you know, when you start your OnlyFans, <laughs> that'll be your, uh, right? you know. <laughs> they're, they're the Dirty Panda Ceramics OnlyFans. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> DP OnlyFans. DP OnlyFans. I love that. I love that so much. Oh, man. Um, so so how would you how would you describe your style to someone who has never seen your artwork before? Uh, man, sculpting. I mean, I guess it's just sculpting mainly. I mm-hmm. so I, I used to do. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Warhammer. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I used to be obsessed with painting Warhammer miniatures, and oh. so I have always liked the 3D sculpture. And I can't draw to save my life, so you're in good company there. I can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can draw better than I can, so <laughs> I can draw sketches. pretty well. I I've yeah. seen the sketches. Yeah. yeah. I get by. I get by. <laughs> So, you know, it's mostly 3D stuff. But functional on, like, or 3D sculptural with, like, on your functional work. Yeah, Because right? you primarily yeah. make, 
mugs, as far as I understand, right? Skull, yeah, so I actually, um, oddest thing, so so when I knew about Dante, uh, a lot of his stuff he started out with like the, the most craziest shit you could ever come up with, which is like... <laughs> Yarn bowls and stuff that's like, yeah. oh, this is an advanced potter technique. If it was functional and it was, like, difficult to do, I wanted to do it. Yeah. Like, they made it very clear to me that, like, these are the difficult things to make even for advanced potters. Like, salt shakers and gourds not attach. You know, you make gourds and you, like, attach them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just throwing, I was oh, like, yeah. I'm not attaching shit. I'm just going to throw it in one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. And then yeah, it's, yeah. that was hard. And then, yeah, no, you're right, though. Yeah. I was like, if it's hard, I want to do it. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to mark this episode explicit. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you know what gourds look like. You know, oh, so. oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> gourds are a nice shape. My dude, I'm so glad you're here right now. I'm so happy. This is amazing. But yeah, so uh, yeah, I you know I saw Dante's work and I'm I'm totally I was into let's make some hard shit. Yeah. In yeah. the beginning, so I started with yarn bowls, the most frustrating thing ever. Mm. I broke so many. I. It's about the heat. It, it, yeah, yeah. and and the level of dryness. Yeah, level of dryness, heat, the curve you put in there. I started firing mine upside down, not the glaze, the bisque. Oh, okay, yeah, Because yeah. then, like, it wouldn't warp. It would just stay on the bottom oh. level. So when I made a yarn bowl, like, the part that would warp is just grounded. Yeah. So it doesn't move. And that was, like, okay. half the battle, you know. Okay. I'd still throw sense. out one every batch. Too thin, bad. Oh, Too yeah. thick, heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I've always had that. It's that thin line between thickness and thinness. Yeah. I'm throwing more thick these days because a lot of my work is not like it's easier to break. It just doesn't feel as present in your hands. Okay. Like it feels like I'm holding a feather because I've been trained to throw so damn light. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But I want my stuff to have weight to it as if like you're holding something of substance. So I'm, I'm throwing like a quarter of a pound heavier these days. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So did you, so you were trained to throw like pretty light then? Well, it's, I I think Yoshio knew that it was a it was a battle of like, like I'm gonna teach you how to throw, and then he's like, okay, we'll use this crappy clay, and then you get the good clay, and then that recycles back into okay, you're gonna throw heavy for a while, and I'm gonna teach you how to throw thin. So he mm -hmm. made it something to aim for. So like by the time okay. I left him, I was like, throwing thin is the sign of a good expert potter. Throwing mm -hmm. thin and porcelain. But now that I talk to him, he's like, are you done with your thin phase? <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? That's not a standard? And he's like, no, it's not a standard. You learn your own thickness throughout time. It's personal. But you have to go through the gambit of, like, learning how to do the scale of thick to thin before you can find the middle ground of what you like. Yeah. So now I'm finally there. That, okay, that makes sense because I am, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm in my thin phase, but I... I dislike throwing heavy pieces, so I, mm. I found this this medium between thin and heavy pieces to where it's it's light enough, it feels like you're holding the cup, but then it's yeah. not so heavy that you feel like, oh god, I'm holding a weight, like I'm gonna yeah. do some right. curls or something. Yeah. <laughs> how do you how how have you like navigated that with the sculptural pieces? Because I know that's something like when I make my dragon egg mugs, I have a hard time keeping them light because you're like adding so much more on top of the base mug. Yeah, it's like a double okay. layer for her. Yeah. So I was gonna ask you about that because I've always wondered about how do you keep it light because I've tried to find this medium between and yeah. I've seen your mugs and I know they're a lot of work. There's a lot of clay that goes into it. Yeah, well I started using paper clay <laughs> as the scales. So the oh, okay. the base mug is be mixed with grog but then I use the B mix with grog paper clay for the scales and that really helps cut down on the weight like I think that probably takes like I haven't weighed it but my guess would be like half a pound it's a surprising amount different but it's still like they're still kind of chunky boys so it's also a visual aspect because if something look like 
her mugs, her dragon mugs look very normal. But I've made something that looks heavy and it's light before, and I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much because my brain doesn't like the fact that, or like, if you make a tiny little teacup and it's like three pounds, yeah. but all the clay is compacted into the walls, your brain's like, "Why? Why is it so heavy? Yeah. Why is it so heavy? It's only like a four-inch teacup." Yeah, yeah. I'm oddly obsessed with making my my mugs light. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I throw yeah. them, I I actually throw them. In, in anticipation of adding stuff to it, I will throw them lighter than normal. Yeah. Mm, I will thin yeah. the walls out a lot more, um, so much more that I have ruined so many pieces on the wheel. <laughs> yeah. They'll yep. warp in the bottom a little if you push too hard and stuff. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Oh, and then yeah. you trim through the bottom and you're like, oh, okay. God. I'm done. I'm done for the day. Yeah, once yep. I trim, once I destroy a mug, I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. You know, like in D&D terms, you have like your craft check. Oh, yeah. I like to imagine most things that you make, you can just like take a 10. We can all make bowls. We can all make cups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can all make like <laughs> cylinders at this point. Oh. But when I make a gourd, it takes like a 15. Oh, yeah, for like the DC difficulty yeah. check. So yeah. I have to roll for that. And yeah. if I have like a plus 10, I'm like, well, I have to be at least at a 5. Yeah. <laughs> in order to add that oh together to Lord. make something. Plates take a 2. You know, you just smush your fist down. So what I'm right. hearing is that we need to have a D&D pottery minigame. That we create—that's that's what I'm hearing right now. What if you just fail all your checks? Oh, well like, then. You uh, it was a bad month for you. You made a hundred mugs, but you only produced fifty. Mm. Imagine if you just rolled dice before you started pottery. Like, oh, I got a sixteen. Huh. Okay, I guess I'm gonna do okay with most of my stuff. Oh my gosh. That'd be awful because you'd be you'd be disencouraged if you got like a one. You'd be like, what's disencouraged? Is that a word? Disencouraged. You know what it is now. Discouraged. <laughs> Uncouraged? Discouraged. Wait, discouraged? discouraged? Uh, What's the word? What is the word? Yeah, discouraged. I think it's discouraged. Is it discouraged? I think, I think it's so, one of those yeah. things where it's like we're saying it so many times that it's beginning to sound weird. Like if you say spoon 12 times, it starts. Language is discouraged. Yeah, I think so. I think it's Discour- discouraged. It's discouraged. Yeah. discouraged. <laughs> it's discouraged. I just call it a critical fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, critical fail. That was an in check that we all Language failed. only works. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. That would be that. Yeah, that's the net one. Language that's only works because we all agree that words mean things. They're just made up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. discouraged is totally Dis- a word. Anyway. You get the context. You get you, the context. Yeah, you'd be yeah. discouraged if you rolled a one and then you'd be like, oh, no. But I'd be more worried if I rolled a 20 and I'd be like, oh, F. <laughs> I have to make masterwork now. Yep, making gourds today. That takes like a week, bro. <laughs> That's I when you throw that. away the first cup. You come back three hours later after you break a cup. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. they throw, yeah. throw some more stuff. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. So um, since we are making so many nerd references, I feel like it's important for our listeners to know that you are yourself a nerdy potter like a lot of your at least because when i was first kind of getting familiar with your work like after we met each other which i still can't remember that exact moment but after we did this, like this that's, lovely sticker on yeah the, i was gonna say i love that i love that what's the sticker but, from uh it's from it's so in shameless promotion it's actually from a, a group of vendors i know called dreamvale studios oh, a, a dream oh. of what uh, Dreamville Studios. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's um. It's Ariel and Ryan. God, you're so good with names and so. Uh, well, I. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're I, just I like. I only know. So okay, I used to be a realtor. Truth be told. Oh. That's the only reason why I'm good with names. <laughs> like all people look the same to me. I'm. The, they. All human beings are just different shapes of the same skeleton and the same. Like you know, and you're just different shades. So every now and then I'm like, who are you? <laughs> I say that like, these days now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm like, hey, that guy looks like, uh, who's that actor? That looks like him. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. looks nothing like him. Yeah. <laughs> it totally does. <laughs> it totally does. There's like 30 types of human beings per area, and then after you learn one area, you're like, you all look the same. Oh my god. <laughs> you guys are having wars over your differences. You're all the same. You're not different. Remember that yeah. guy on that video game? You look just like him. Just like, like that guy. He yeah. looks nothing like him. He has a scar right here and a scar right here. No, no, no. If you put the scars on him, he would look just like him. Uh, yeah, yeah. If yeah, you added one thing, he hit seven out of eight. That's close enough. <laughs> I saw a picture of Abel's, uh, my wife's dad the other day when yeah. he was young, and I was like, your dad looked like Star-Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. She's like, Chris Pratt? And I was like, yeah. She's like, you can't say that. And I was like, why? She goes, that's just a generic white man. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's not. He has a handsome face. And she's like, you just see a college it's football Parks and player. Rec. He looks the same. He looks exactly the same. Yeah. He just yeah. looks fatter on Parks and He's Rec. just, yeah, he just has a bit more tissue on him. <laughs> mm, he's still swoon material either way in my book. He's, he's very like, he's good looking, but yeah. George Clooney would be my go-to person. Oh. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, he's, no, that's, that's a solid choice. George Clooney is a solid choice solid for me. Choice. Yeah. Who's the, who's yeah. the, um, who's the black 007? Oh, uh... That guy. I forget his not, name. It's not Idris Elba. I think it is Idris Elba. Is it Idris Elba? I think so. Oh. The new one, right? The new one. Oh, yeah, Idris Elba. Or yeah, he's yeah, supposed yeah, to be okay. the new one, he's right? Gotta oh, be, like, he's the top oh, pick for the new one. That's hella cool. I didn't yeah. know that. Well, he's like... He's Henry like, Cable was trying to be him, too. Oh. Yeah. He's like Twitter's oh. most favorite. They wanted they wanted a different archetype. And they also want someone to stay as... as um, 007 for a while. Yeah, for like a yeah. long time. They were yeah, like, we want like a 10-year commitment. Oh, cool. And so I'm... My money's on him. Yeah. And I was able to me, and I was like, oh, and I looked at him, I was like, oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, I ain't gay, but I am blind, boy. <laughs> yeah, I see it. Oh, my God. I see it. All right, we should probably bring it, back to, bring it back to Clay. <laughs> I'm like, bro, let's, let's, let's go over all of our celebrity crushes, and then we will... And then we will go to dim sum without having completed this right? interview. Right. Our listeners should know we are going to dim sum. We're going to yeah, dim sum. Yeah. Lindsay messaged me and was like, "Oh, let's do the interview instead of dim sum." Because and I was like, "Well, dim sum starts at eleven. Why don't we just?" How long has it been since we got to dim sum? Hella days. Like, Pre-pandemic. Yeah, yeah, it's been years. Well, Lindsay, yeah. Lindsay and I convince each other once a month to go. Yeah. But like, we're easy to convince. And so. you guys live downtown. Yeah, we live yeah. down. Yeah, we live downtown. We have like three different dim sum places around us. Yeah. I unfortunately am not blessed with that. It's oh. a Carl's Jr.'s and RV, and I'm not that rich. That's uh, <laughs> true. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the blue bud. That's the blue bud stuff. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well. So, uh, well, to, so to answer your question, I, I I usually throw them pretty thin. Uh, a lot of my stuff is actually the mouths and stuff like that that you see on there are actually hollow. Mm, um, there's oh. nothing inside them. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and okay. so I'll sculpt them together and I'll run a brush through it and let them seal up and mm, yeah. So because okay. there's a, there's a myth that if you make something with air trapped inside that it blows up in the kiln. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not true. Yeah. Yeah. You just true. have to let the air out, essentially, especially yeah. if you're throwing and you're mm -hmm. good. It's yeah. the moisture that will cause the explosions. Yeah, within exactly. Because the yeah. moisture... Makes with... the steam. Yeah. So I make these, because I make these long raven beet cups, and yes. I used to be afraid to make that stuff, and now I'm like, oh, I'm like you know what, if it breaks, fuck it. Mm -hmm. But I'll just make it hollow because I don't want it to be too too heavy. Somebody <laughs> can't pick it up and drink out of it. Right. 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 But right. heavy enough that if you wanted to Stab your cheating lover, you could. <laughs> damn. I love that. I love that. Oh my god. Damn, why'd you go straight there? You got something to say? You got damn. <laughs> some past trauma. Um, did you? Yeah. Did you Ashley! Yeah. <laughs> Get it together. Run, Sorry. Ashley, run. <laughs> did you Did you pretty much always have a sense that you wanted to make like creatures and monsters and like nerdy stuff? Or did it take a while for you to develop like your own 
so like style with ceramics? So I started simple. I made mugs, I made yarn bowls, I made pots, mm -hmm. um, and then I started figuring out that, oh man, like this sucks. Like this is <laughs> it does, yeah. super simple for me. Like I mm -hmm. don't, I hate simple ceramics. Like mm -hmm. I don't like anything. And, and then it does, it just looks like you bought it from Walmart. Yes. At that point. Yeah. Um, so I started sculpting on pots um, for plants and I have a small succulent garden yeah. and an obsession with pots and so I have all these pots out there with all these faces on it. Uh, I'm into like old school like B-horror films like The Blob and oh. Mothman mm. and Lawnmower Man, like Nightmare on Elm Street, like yeah. stuff that's to this day is like not even that creepy. <laughs> yeah, we've come up, we have CGI now. It's... We, we've come a long way, but there is something like, I mean, I'm I'm more a fan of, what is it, like occult horror, so like the old slasher films aren't necessarily yes, my jam, yes. Okay. but I do, but I appreciate that they're like, you know, they're the building blocks of contemporary horror, so I'm like, Definitely. Yeah, I'm for that. It's like we have good kung fu movies now because we have to watch those crappy ones. <laughs> like we had to come from somewhere. But see, yeah. I like the old kung fu movies though. Oh, I, 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 told I, I like the old ones. The Flying Guillotine, House of Seven Swords, oh, like all gosh. that weird stuff. I yeah. still think Kung Pao Hidden Fist is the funniest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. I watched that movie a hundred. You've never seen that? I don't think I have. You haven't seen that? Dude, I'm going to send it no. to you. Oh my God. It's just, so they took this old Kung Fu movie and they had a production value of like a thousand dollars. Oh my God. So they just got a green screen, some dude who was jacked and they voiced the entire thing over. Oh my, wait, so they like dubbed it? They mm. essentially dubbed the entire thing. It's hilarious, Lord. Lindsay. The part where he nunchucks the cow in the face? Oh, there's a what? cow. All their oh money went God. to like the CGI cow and they made the cow do kung fu. And the main bad guy was named like Master Pain, but he was very confused about his life. And he sounded like this. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh God, that's horrible. The whole movie. Like the Mandarin from Flash Gordon. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> yep. And they would be like, Master Pain is here to give a demonstration of his master in martial arts. And he'd be like, call me Betty. Oh and they're like, I, I guess his name is Betty now. And <laughs> he would just like kill anyone who didn't call him Master Betty. Wow. He would be like, it's Betty, you son of a bitch. And like he would punch him and kill him. That is absurd and I love that. You gotta yeah. watch it. Oh my God. The most amazing movie ever. The most, like, it, really. Okay, okay. I still watch that over like Ong Bak. There's nothing wrong with Tony Job. I, I do love Tony Job, but yeah. It's... <sighs> Okay, I'm, it's adding, just I'm gonna, definitely going to be adding that to my movie list. I'll send it to you. Okay, yes, I'll send do. it to you, and it's like a free movie now. It's like free on YouTube. Oh, That's solid. Fine. Okay. Yeah. I love oh, that. It's, it's super. It's, it's a definitely a solid watch. Okay. I give you that. Okay. But my, my I love Army of Darkness and Evil Dead. Oh, Those yes. are my all-time favorite movies. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, those are good. Those are, I think I've only seen those as like... The midnight movies at like the Crest Theater from like oh, back in the day. Yeah. I love that. I yeah. love that. I I used to watch those nonstop, and they're still super funny to me to this day. Yeah, because it's Bruce Campbell. I mean, he's a comedian at heart, and so he was was the master of thieves in Hercules and Xena. Mm -hmm. oh, oh my god. god. So yeah, I that's but that's where I get my inspiration from though too. So like oh. I'm a huge D and D nerd. Jeez, like Greek mythology, H.P. Lovecraft. Mm. Um, yeah, and. And, and you know the thing about like H.P. Lovecraft is like his stuff is so weird that whenever you like look at it, 
they're like, oh yeah, like it looked like whatever, right? Cause yeah. They don't have any shape or essence um, in H.P. Lovecraft's world, right. so people yeah, just draw it differently. Yeah, because Cthulhu is the only one. I mean, I haven't really, I haven't read a lot of Lovecraft, but like I've heard enough like about yeah. it from the various yeah. like podcasts and stuff. But yeah, my understanding is that Cthulhu is the only creature that he actually includes some description of. But mm -hmm. for the most part, it's like. He's the inventor of like cosmic horror, from what I understand. Yep. But there's like, yeah. yeah, but they're just eldritch beings that, yeah, we get to have so much. They're so yeah. indescribable mm -hmm. that you can't mm -hmm. like. Oh, and oh, oh man, if you haven't seen the color spaceship, fantastic movie. No, it's what's got it called? Nicholas Cage in it. What? Okay, anything with Nick Cage, Cage, I'm here for he that. He makes the greatest B films ever. Oh my god! Like, I want to watch a B-rated movie. I'm like, no, Nicholas Cage. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Nicholas. We Cage. gotta find treasure. Yeah, mm -hmm. Nicholas Cage. Yes, yes, we are. I would. Oh my god! Did you see the new one? No, I. The, I, the hard life of being Nicholas Cage. Or oh whatever yeah, it was. No. the the <laughs> the impossible weight of being me or some something like that. Yeah. I oh, want to see that. I, yeah, but he yeah he's been in these weird. So Face Off used to be my. My all-time favorite movies. Yeah, face off. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine it? Oh my god. So or uh, what is it? Uh, oh my god. That people always make that quote. Oh, I could eat a peach for hours. Oh my god. That came oh. from face off. Oh my god. There, <laughs> yeah. Clearly, I need to rewatch this because I haven't seen that in ages. Is is old Nicholas Nicholas Cage boat? Oh yeah, my god. Face off. Plus. So, yeah, fantastic. we yeah. Color space. Great movie. Okay. He's always super corny in his movies. It's weird, um, awesome. but he makes for good B movies, B horror flicks. Yeah. Uh, he made that one about trying to kill his children. Like all oh the all the parents, like they were infected with some virus that made them want to kill their children. Oh my god. It was pretty weird. So, yeah. So. so how did you start selling your uh, Eldritch and B movie and, <laughs> and mythology inspired creations? Um, I actually started selling my simple stuff first. It was mostly craft fairs, markets, and I, I realized like, you know, like I was I was slinging mugs like ten dollars a piece, oh, fifteen dollars a piece. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and how many years ago was this? Like, how long have you been doing ceramics? Uh, like seven years now. Okay. Actually. So, and when, and that brings me back. So when oh, I met yeah. you, I had been doing it. I'd been doing it like maybe three years. Oh, okay. I, I hadn't been doing it very long. I I knew about Dante, and like I watched a lot of his videos, and I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, mm -hmm. let me try this. And then I met you at Chocolate Fish. Oh. When okay. uh, was it? Alejandro was that his name? The guy who used to manage it. The manager. Oh, the short oh dude. Armando. Armando. Yeah. I love Armando. Armando. Yeah. Oh my god, I would fight demons at the gates of hell for that man. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, he, he told me, because uh, we used to talk all the time, and yeah. I was like, oh, I want to get my mugs in the shops, and, yeah. and he's like, oh, he's like, you should talk to Lindsay, like, Lindsay does pottery too, I'm like, no shit, I'm like, that's super oh. cool, let me talk to Lindsay, Hell and then I met you that one day, and then I came back, and you were already gone, I was like, what is going on, like, <laughs> did you just quit now? <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Yep, yep, I quit right before the pandemic started, which was, whew. That was good timing. Oh, that was rough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it's... how I met you. And then, yeah. so yeah, I've been doing it like seven years now. And... Okay. No, oh, I've only been selling like four years. Okay, actually. okay. So, believe it or not, like pre-pandemic, maybe a year pre-pandemic, I was oh, actually okay. starting to sell. And where, so you sold at like local farmer's markets and things like that? Uh, no, I so I, I started at Susan's um, Second Saturday Walk. Okay. And then I was doing like these craft fairs, like I did one at HP, um, I did one at a lot of these schools and stuff. Mm. And I, I think the hardest part about it is that you, I think you can get discouraged like selling stuff. Yeah. Yeah, easily. Yeah. yeah. You either sell out or no one looks at your stuff sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that too. Yeah. Or, or I mean, selling mugs, $10, $15 a piece and you make 
maybe 200 bucks mm-hmm. and you just you feel and that's like that's been the hardest part for me um is getting into these big markets like Zack Anime and God Sinister Creature Con is yeah. pricing. I, mm-hmm. I know we've had discussion on pricing before. Yeah, yeah. So that's been my hardest thing is well, how do I price this piece accordingly based on the amount of work I do or the amount of work I don't do? Yeah. Or how people perceive it. Because those sculptural pieces you do like take a lot of time. Yeah, sculptural pieces. Like I couldn't yeah. imagine trying to sell sculptures and paying like ten bucks. Oh yeah, god! Yeah. Oh yeah, no, and you sh- shouldn't. Uh, you definitely shouldn't. No. Over the over the last like couple of years, how have you like navigated that with with figuring out like okay like how do you price something so that it it represents the amount of work that you put into it, but also like you know like I know I ran into this issue myself where it's like are you pricing yourself out of the market when you're selling mugs for the certain price at this venue, and then do you have to look at different venues and anyway? So how how have you like navigated that? It's so it's like a two part question, right? So. Yeah. I've looked at Dante's stuff, I've looked at your stuff, I've looked at other potters, and I think for a long time I've struggled with, am I good enough to present a piece for 50 bucks? Mm. And when I look at other people's pieces, I'm like, oh, well, I'm good enough to do something like that. Like, mm. let me do my own piece and I'll sell it at that price. And I think, in a way, <clears throat> I started realizing, well, I'm going to take away from the potter's market if I sell my piece for 20 bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And People um, get mad about that if you understand yeah. yourself. Yeah. So I, because I, I, I remember seeing your pieces, they used to be a little bit cheaper, and um, I mean, how Horrib- did you, so how horribly did you underpriced, your- horribly underpriced. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all a secret. I'm gonna make Lindsay mad. I'm about to do a big old sale this Christmas. Ain't nothing over fifty five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> nothing in the store about to be over fifty five. All right, all right. Well, at least they're not like fifteen, like you. Used yeah, to they be. used to be like fifteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I, I saw that, and then I saw you change your price, and you're like, oh, it's fifty dollars for a month. Lindsay shipping. I'm glad. I'm glad I influenced you. Blame Lindsay, guys. Yeah. I, I, I blame Lindsay, too, because I... <laughs> so I work with Cody, right? Yeah, and yeah. Cody used to tell me, oh, my God, like, Lindsay sells her mugs for, like, $50. I'm like, what? Yeah. Lindsay should be selling them for, like, $80 a piece easily. He's like, that's what I told her. I said, uh, yeah, definitely. They're so cool, you should be selling them for, like, $100. No oh, way. Thanks, man. And, um, you know, there's potters out there, and, and not to, like, say that it's bad, that if you price your work um, too high in the market, but there's potters like, uh, you know, Mr. Cherico, who sells them for like $160 a mug. Mm-hmm. I would never buy a mug for 160 bucks. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but when you get that high and you look at that piece, um, to me, I look at it as as an artist said, oh, well, shit, I can make that much yeah, for $160. Yeah. Like, mm. I could sell that for 160 bucks. But the draw for him is he knows people. Um, and yeah. so people use that comparability so- of like, you know, he knows, um, God, what is that black... Uh, Scientologist or not Scientologist? <laughs> Scientologist. I was gonna say I don't know a single black Scientologist. <laughs> the the guy who's uh, the astrophysicist. Um, oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, so he oh. knows Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And I feel like he uses that fame oh. for people to buy his mugs. It is about the name a bit. Like it's, I'm very aware that I couldn't sell my mugs for probably even 50, 60 bucks. Even at the quality of that now. No, yeah. no, no. Told, you totally sell for $60. Not without the no. YouTube. If people didn't know me from YouTube, they'd be like, what the fuck is this weirdo? Curly haired looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you Italian? Yeah. A little half breed. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, no there way. there definitely is something too. Like in a, it's not again, a lot, it, but like ten bucks more. I priced out of the market. You need to go higher. Yeah, I think I think you go higher. Gotta but, go higher. I'm I'm telling after you. After yeah. this sale, after this Christmas sale, because I want people to be able to get their gifts. You know. Yeah. It's like there's some Twitch streamers I really respect who will take the sub mm -hmm. button away because the sub button makes money for them. Mm -hmm. But right, during right, the holidays, right. they'll take it away, and people are like, "Why'd you take the sub button when I was trying to sub to you?" And like. Dude, it's Christmas. Save your money. Buy gifts for the people you love. Like, that's no. my mentality is like, yeah. I'm lowering my prices so you can get the stuff for the people you love in your life or even for yourself. And then after that, maybe we'll put a couple dollars on it. <laughs> I, I think you should raise your prices, though. I will second that. And the reason I say this is because I used to have your mentality, too. And I used to think, that, oh, man, like, I just want somebody to get something. And then yeah. I started pricing my sculptural pieces at 80 bucks a piece yeah. because I was like, well, this takes way too much time to make. I've broken so many making mm -hmm. them. And that's still <clears throat> relatively cheap. Considering... It is it's cheap. Yeah. Considering yeah. it's sculpture. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, so the False and Renaissance where is a guy named Dan mm -hmm. Hemming, and he does mm -hmm. monster stuff, too. His shit is $150 a piece. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I a mean, niche market. Yeah. I mean, that's that's yeah. about where I price my Dragon Egg mugs, like 175 for And they're those. worth it. Yeah. That makes sense, though, the amount of labor that goes into that. Yeah, you know? yeah. But even the amount of labor that goes into your carp stuff. Uh, see, I my carved mugs are probably about that size, mm -hmm. maybe a little bit bigger, and I don't sell them for less than fifty dollars a piece. Really? No. Carving's easy, bro. Carving. Mm -hmm. Again, it, it, it all it's it's it is, it's, but give me five more minutes. I'll carve. I'll it's carve the it's the view of the piece. Yes. Yeah. And and I so my my fiance told me that she mm -hmm. she was like, oh, you should totally be pricing your stuff like way way higher, right? Like Cody used to tell you, oh, yeah, price your shit higher. Yeah. And, for uh, for the listeners' context, uh, <laughs> Cody is my is my longtime partner. He's not real. He doesn't exist. He, he totally does. <laughs> I've never totally seen him. does. I've never seen this man. <laughs> I've seen him like two or three times, actually. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. he's real. Yeah, yeah, no, he's just, you know, paid actor. But he looks I, different know. every time, so I think Lindsay hired someone. He just works with me, and he's like, yeah, he's like, I know Lindsay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, we've yeah, seen yeah. a few times. Oh, yeah, just a couple of times. I bought one of her mugs. Yeah. She paid me to to say that she was my partner. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah definitely, definitely. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, no, he he told me that. And yeah. that, So I started, that was, actually, I was doing pottery at the time, and, um, so she was telling me, yeah, you need to price your stuff higher because you're you're pricing yourself out of the market. I think, you know, if it was me, I would pay for that piece. Yeah. You know, I'm not really into, like, the super creepy shit, but I would pay for something like that if I was into it. Because yeah. it's it's the look, right? No matter how many hours it takes you. Some of my pieces take me, I don't know, two or three hours to make, right? Mm -hmm. But I've been so used to making them that I can just throw some shit on there, sculpt it, mm -hmm. even it out, paint it. It's a painting that takes a lot, long time, but... Making the piece sometimes doesn't take me that much time. Right. But because you're able The perception. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, the, the skill that it took you to get to the point where it doesn't take you that long to make is exactly. valued. That's and the I think, biggest reason for me. Yeah. And I was going to say, yeah. your, so your glazes are. Uh, so my wife actually, like, my soon to be wife likes your glazes. I like, try so hard. She's like, they're, mm -hmm. they're super nice. And she's like, I don't know why he sells his mugs for that cheap. All my. Most of my glazes. Mm -hmm. Are handmade, and ever since I started paying more attention to Matt Katz, who's like a glazed chemistry teacher. Okay. I've started to like get really. I'm so close to taking one of his classes. Oh. Four hundred dollars, right? Well, I think he has a four hundred dollar <laughs> yeah. one. I mean, it's worth it though. I mean, I think he has a four hundred dollar one, and I think he has like a seven hundred dollar one. But I think the seven hundred dollar one is in person with all the stuff set up for you. Oh, okay. So you're there. I think, and I hope this is the case because it's the one I'm gonna buy. I think the $400 one is like he gives you a packet of a bunch of videos and CDs mm -hmm. so you can watch it yourself at your own pace. No, there's an online course. Of it. There's an online portion too. So you go online and then there's this whole Instagram thing too. And it's 
that guy, Joe Thompson, took yeah, it. And yeah. he said that um, the $400 class is worth it because they have this, you go through this class, then you have to submit pri- you have to submit stuff to them, mm-hmm. um, you have to send pieces to them, and they test them. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said it's well worth the 400 bucks. I, yeah. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it. Maybe I can get a discount for the for the three cars. <laughs> huh? I remember tagging him in something discount one time, and he gave me pottery. like a, he gave me a ten percent discount for everybody. What? And I was oh, like, wow. maybe I can get that back <laughs> for, for myself. Hit, 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 discount. Hit. So, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Mad cat. So yeah, I would, I would. So uh, that's actually how I got into making glazes too. Was uh, I remember? Uh, so we met at. Empty bowls. Empty bowls. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I saw the pictures. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I'm like, shit, it's Dante. I gotta take a picture with him. Because I saw Lindsay, and I was like, oh, I'm like Lindsay. I'm like, you know Dante. I'm like, I don't even know the guy. I know his YouTube. Yeah. Can I get a picture with him? I get that sometimes, and it's so weird to me. <laughs> I went into a, I went into a pottery shop yesterday, and there were three people just like staring at me. And you know, my brain's like, trying to fight. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> trying to run these hands and trying Dante. to find some fucking glaze, man. Dante, you're low-key famous. Just you just gotta Only in pottery shops <laughs> am I suit and my like seed yeah. lister famous. I mean that would that would low-key be me though. Like if if I if I didn't know you and I saw it, I'd be like, oh my god, it's Dante! One person got me really I was at Alpha one time trying yeah. to pick out some clay and this lady came up to me and she was like, Hey, do you like I'm trying to do this, this and this? Of course, my potter brain broke it down for her. I was like, yeah. what do you sculpt? Do you do this? What do you do? At what cone? At what? Like, and she was like, yeah. And so I helped her pick up some clay. She got some, like, cast... Well, not cassius. She got some Black Mountain clay. Obsidian clay. She got oh, obsidian clay. yeah, yeah. And after she picked it up, she's like, thanks, Dante, and walked away. And I was like, yeah, wait. I just got baited hella hard. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. But then she was like, oh, he knows. He's from YouTube. And then... Yeah. Yeah. And and, oh, my God. Yeah. I love that. Oh, that's so great. We we, uh, we had that on uh, so on Reddit. So I'm on I'm on Reddit now. Mm-hmm. Um, and one lady gave me the moderator thing for the Pottery Forum. I'm like, ah, I'm like, I don't know if I really want this. Yeah. But yeah, I, I met uh, somebody who knows you guys too who listens to your podcast. Oh. Um, it's uh, Jenny Webb. <gasps> yeah. And oh she, my god! I play video games with Jenny. That's, oh my god, that's awesome. I'm telling you, the number one way to become my friend is to just play Destiny. Yeah, it's yep. it's a weird avenue for pottery, but like I if think you, I think Destiny needs to uh, needs to sponsor you. If you Destiny, play Destiny, yeah. I will. I'll, I'll give you a free pack. Don't they have like DLCs? It's and stuff? free. It's a free game at this point. But they have like oh, you can get like the. The outfit pack for whatever, right? They should give you this. They should well, give me some outfits. Well, what they do? They should give me a point, pottery outfit pack, like an I, apron uh, and shit. I'm one of those dudes who like, looks at the pottery <laughs> in the game, and I'm like, this is real nice. And my teammate Frost and Jay are like, you're the only person who would ever stop a, in a gunfight to be like, ooh, nice pot. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag pottery. I'm like, it has gold luster on it, and he's like, yeah, it's a gold ship. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> It's a pot. It looks nice. The whole pot is gold and it has an outline of black. Oh, and my brain's ooh, like, it can't be nice. made of gold, right? It has to be luster if it's real pottery. Otherwise, it's like metal cast or some shit like that. And I was trying to explain to Frost, like, the amount of money gold luster would take to make this ooh. large of a pot. Oh, my God. It was like four feet tall. It's like half your guardian size. Here's a secret. Jeez. Gold leaf. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Gold, gold leaf. Yeah, yeah. Gold yeah be, oh my god, that amount of gold luster would be like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. It's a lot for one pot, and the ship yeah. was oh, yeah. full of them. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Do you do you find yourself doing that when you watch like movies and stuff? You're like, yeah, oh, it's a nice pot. Oh I, yeah, anime. I so do that. I'll take, yeah. I'll pause the like whatever I'm watching and like get up to the TV with my phone and like take a picture of it. <laughs> oh my. To, like, because it's like cause sometimes I'm like. Man, like I could make this like a pot, and yeah. like I could sell this. Like, like what was it? Um, 
uh, Castle, not Castle, yeah, no, Castlevania Castle. had some really oh, nice okay. ceramics, okay. particularly in the, like the vampire's castle. And I'm like, ooh, like low key. Yeah. But, that, but then there's like the question <laughs> of would anybody recognize it? Like, how do you market it? You know? The, anyway. So, okay, so they would, right? So I, I watched Soul Eater again, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'm like, it's Soul Eater. And then I looked in there and I was like, oh, I'm like, shit, that's a nice teacup. I yeah. Yeah. That. yeah. I was like, and it's the only, and they only showed it in one scene. Uh huh. And I was like, Let's make that. I, I low key really want to make that. Oh. So I made them and I was painting them and I posted mm -hmm. it on my Instagram. Somebody's like, "Oh, I'm super interested to see what the Soul Eater cups look like." I was like, "Oh my god, oh. That's, that's actually so pretty amazing. If it only showed up for one scene, that's like yeah, they were drinking tea or something. Yeah, yeah, he was talking to I think he was talking to Soul or something, and he like was drinking tea. And he's like, "Oh, you want some tea?" And like this teacup popped up, and it was just super cool with a with a skull logo on it, yeah. and then this weird like ridged cup. Yeah. Oh, cool. So yeah, it was super cool. So. Functional ceramic work is so ingrained in, like, Eastern culture that it's just in their shit, mm -hmm. and they don't mention it. Like, at this point, I want an anime. Of they have an anime. They do, but it's bad. It's so bad. <laughs> it is. It's, I mean, it's That's little what, girls and stuff let's making make a pottery. Let's, I, I don't even mind. Yeah, let's make a mug, too. Yeah. And is I that enjoy what it's called? The, it's called Let's called. Make a Mug, too, but not the number two. It's T-O-O. -O. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And I enjoy it. I liked the anime, but, like... I find it so weird that especially Japanese culture has ceramic artwork ingrained into their culture to the part where it's part of daily life. Mm. But simultaneously, they have a really banger anime about ice skating and one about oh, golf and one about badminton and basketball and bowling. <laughs> yeah, and you know what I mean. Like those are like on the sidelines of the cultural uh, the cultural stance, and they're like something that really matters. They have a whole history about it. They're just like, no, nah, we're not gonna make that shit. Oh my god! I, I know, want Shokugeki, but pottery is what I want. Yes. That's what I want. Oh my god, a pottery battle, an epic pottery battle. I would love that, with the royal families. I know they oh still exist god. in Japan. They're like making glazes and shit. What do I want to add? Add some yeah. bat wings to this shit. And <laughs> bat wings for what, the calcium? Oh my god. That's a commoner's glaze, but what you don't know is I have, and he pulls out like a horse bone. Yeah. <laughs> some really rare whiting, and he grinds it up in front of you, throws oh it in, and the other guy's like, Nani? Like, what? No. <laughs> Oh no! Oh my god! My secret place is ruined! He knows the ingredients! Horse bones! Guys, the guys, main character if is any, this, this if, super like low-key, like poor potter that doesn't know shit about potter and he's yeah. like, I'm just gonna use this simple stuff here to yeah. make these fantastic glazes! And you're like, dude, you can't make it out of that. Can't make it out of that. If any of us wins you're the lottery, let's make a pact that if any of us wins the lottery, we have to fund a of a pottery a anime. Battle pottery. <laughs> pottery anime. This needs to happen. I would. Oh, it okay. needs to happen. Yeah. Or or we fund some low key like fight club where it's like, okay, we're gonna gather all these potters together and you guys are all gonna like fight for the pottery championship. Yeah. You gotta like make the all your own clay, make all your own glazes. Oh, I would be Dude, ruined. And I've the never winner of the competition gets a glaze that was handed down from like oh this is the real jade. This is the real Oribe recipe. That's been lost since like the 1600s. Bro. That we can't make anymore because the Bro. chemical's no longer, you know? Yeah. It was so good, they said it had pure jade in it. And I'm sure that's a lie, but that's how good it was. Mm. Right? Right? Oh, that's beautiful. Well, it's like, I think I asked you about Lumos, right? And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm like, does Lumos like layer with whatever? And so... Lumos layer with everything. Oh my God, yeah. So I, I need to try that. I have not, so I, truth be told, and I'm ashamed that I have not tried it since. No, no. Since then, it's expensive to make. I tried to make it and I made it and it ran off my pots and I was oh, so no. angry. Yeah, it's a it's a runny glaze because I think it has a, a good amount of lithium in it. That would okay. Like that would make sense. Powerful flux, mm. but like if you just what I do is I put a little more water in it and increase the or lower the gravity 
and that makes an even coat. If you put not enough water in it, it'll run. Okay. But you can layer it with almost any dark glaze, and it makes magic. Oh, Black, blue, red. It literally, like, even store-bought glazes, it makes... You can layer it with anything. Over, under, doesn't matter. It's versatile. Will it make oil spots? Yeah, definitely. Okay. It makes oil spots if you mix it with most black glazes, like licorice, any Ron Roy dark glaze, it makes mm. it... Okay. What about the oil spot base? Uh, I so. don't... My The oil spot base that I got <clears throat> from Glazy, not my recipe, it does, but it makes it okay. really, really separate, so it's like a lot of white and a little black in the middle. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I, I need to try that, because I, I haven't tried it yet, but... <clears throat> um, it might maybe it'll work this time because I, I spray glazes now, so I don't I don't do any dipping, I don't do any pouring oh, really? anymore. Put it over if you want to learn how it runs. Put it over stuff. Okay. And then you'll be like, oh, okay, it runs. But is if it you like use a it Jen's juicy fruit, mm. or is it worse? No, it's lighter than that because okay. you you can put a little more water in it and decrease the gravity or increase. Gra I don't know. I feel like I'm just putting water in. It. And mix it up really well. <laughs> Get the number closer to one than it is to two. So it's decreased the gravity technically. Yeah. Okay. But okay. you're adding more weight to it. So it's it's always mixture for me. But yeah, if you just add a little more water to it, it doesn't run as much. And just don't leave it. Like, if you dip it, don't one, two, three. Dip the whole thing, two seconds, take it out. Okay. It will run if you overlayer it for sure. But if you know how to treat it right, it doesn't. So, I, yeah, that I that's why I spray my glazes now. Because I don't... I have ruined so many shelves yeah oh man so many shelves did you did you purchase your the spray booth or did you like build one yourself or how do you how do you do it i'm really cheap yeah <laughs> <laughs> walmart cardboard boxes yes oh okay. yeah and a table solid solid and uh, um the best investment is a as a shimpo banding <laughs> oh my god oh yes the shimpo banding wheels are amazing they last forever they're expensive but they don't make yeah. any sound they last forever so nice. they're so smooth yeah for anyone yeah. who's listening to this, that blue little turntable thing that I have in my videos, mm -hmm. if you've ever seen one of those, that's, those are prime for money. Yeah. Don't put your yeah. finger underneath the, uh, Don't put your <laughs> finger, don't put your <laughs> finger. Don't put your finger so underneath much. any banding wheel, right? <laughs> yeah. But that one especially. Yeah, yeah. Hurts so much, so. So, all right, well, since we have a pretty good sense of where you get your inspiration from, have you ever had a, like a time where your uh, creative juices have run dry and where like how do you how do you keep up your inspiration it's it's hard to answer that so i i do what i don't there's there's periods of i've i've, I've listened to both of your guys's like youtubes and podcasts and watch your instagrams and stuff and i'm the same way as any artist right you get to a point where you're i wouldn't say it's depressed it's mm. just you don't really want to do anything pottery wise yeah yeah i'm tired of making mugs so yeah. I just, I recharge, I take that time to recharge. I just don't do anything. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of TV as it is, but I'll watch TV, I'll play some video games, I'll read some books, play mm -hmm. some D&D, something. Um, and then I'll get back into it. Yeah. When, when I get like this moment of inspiration or something, or I think of like, oh, this would be super cool. How do I put this together? Mm. Or in anime terms, how do I ship this with this? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, that's kind of nice too. Cause you, you also, um, again, for like, I know this, but our listeners don't, but you also work full time for the state. With so, Cody. With Cody. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you don't have to like you are, you have a little bit of that more like leeway so that when you do hit that brick wall mm -hmm. of like, oh my God, I just, I'm like, I don't want to work on ceramics. You're able to have a little bit more leeway to recharge that creative I battery. hate my job. I'm just, I'm just gonna Damn. throw it out there. I hate my job. Do you, um, do you, would you ever consider going? Like I work for the feds and I hate the feds. <laughs> feds suck. The, the state, the state, the state. The state. Yeah. All together. Yeah. 
<laughs> Don't get me wrong. I I love IT. Yeah. It's what I do. It's what I've been doing for 30 plus years. I'm an artist at heart. I went to school for art. I never got a degree in art. And, uh, you know, I've just always loved ceramics. So much so that I went to Japan, went to a place called Ochinomizu, and I mm. actually brought some ceramics back with oh me in my, my backpack. Oh, my God. Wow. And this was before I got into ceramics. But... Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, I mean, the the goal is to get out of the job, but the problem is, is my my thinking is, well, I work for the state. The state has great benefits. Yeah, um, yeah. And more so the medical aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So I would never leave the state until I get my medical benefits, and because I'm getting married soon. Yeah. Beneficial for both of us. Everybody knows how expensive it is to live here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, We're the capital, essentially. Oh my God. Yeah, we are. Whenever yeah. you, what was that that movie, Hunger Games? When you see the different districts, oh, yeah. and you're like, man, those some of those districts are real poor. We're the capital. We're Sacramento. We're yeah, We're the it's capital. really <laughs> weird to think about it, but how expensive it is to live here. Like we have something called the Fab Forties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Those are like mansions. Yeah, and they're we not live in districts. Not to except except we of course also have really like underinvested in communities yeah. in Sacramento too. So the next yep. block is poor people, and the block over is just like millionaires. Yeah, it's it's, it's really, very it's, strange. It's I don't even know how they're the Fab Forties. Those houses don't even look that great. Half they of don't. them look like ramshackle, put together houses, and they're, they're just, just old and worked on, and they're more than like two to three stories. They can yeah. fit like a family of seven in one of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I've never been inside one of them. So. Oh, I haven't been inside. Well, I think I've been inside one, but. I have a friend who yeah. lives in one of them, and they're mm -hmm. like, like Arnold Schwarzenegger used to live on that street. Yes, that's how he did. Yeah. yeah, that's how expensive it is. Yeah, yeah. Super expensive. So well, anyway, so to answer, so um, what was the question again? Uh, I, 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 sorry, I, I derailed. <laughs> So basically, just I was curious if you would ever like, yeah, so, do do ceramics full time. But it kind of sounds like you like the stability that the state offers yeah. makes it so that like worth it for now. So I, yeah. I telework, right? So yeah. truth be told, I telework. Um, I mean, and you and I don't know if Cody teleworks, but he probably does. Yeah. yeah. So we telework. So we get a lot of downtime. I mm -hmm. guess I would say I get in between my lunches, my breaks, in between when I don't actually have work. Yeah. Um, you know, I do some little sculpting or I throw some pieces the night before and then I sculpt them while I got time during lunch. Nice. Um, ultimately, sure, I'd like to leave my job, but I don't think I could because of the medical benefits. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But now that, that does lead into the second part. Well, my soon-to-be wife, I'd like her to actually step down and, and work half-time. Um, oh, at a okay. job because if if I can get my ceramics to a point where I'm making half, more than half of what she makes at work, then here work half time, go to this convention, go to this convention, yeah. right? Even uh, out, be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does she do with uh, with the business? Like what? Um... She she's the artist. <laughs> really? Wait. So what do you mean? What do you mean? You've been talking this whole time about you sculpt. You, you're the artist as well. So of course. I'm I'm a sculptor, right? And and I have no concept apparently when it comes to like uh, contrasting colors and art and colors and all this stuff. And uh, she used to paint and all this oh, stuff. So she cool. she has all these these art concepts. Like she has the um, the truth be told, like artists like going to school like, oh, like understanding the, for the formal training yeah yeah so she knows like she she's totally knows about all that stuff so she'll kind of rein me in on certain things well i don't know if you should put on on her because that might break off or i don't know if that color looks good with that because mm. it might take away from this yeah. and oh that blue looks super cool like you should add that to everything mm, okay <clears throat> and honestly i'm surprised at what sells with the stuff that she tells me about oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah, people, I made a turquoise just because she's like, you should make a turquoise. Yep. Oh. Women love turquoise. Yeah. And people true. love turquoise in their houses. I'm like, okay. I'll turquoise and purples and blues. Yeah. Are yeah. like all cousin colors and they people like them. And I hate them so much. I know. I hate them too. <laughs> I know. I hate them too. I only hate them because they're so common. 
that's about it. Like everyone likes them, and so I get tired of seeing it out in the world. Yeah, I'm an earth. I'm an earth potter. Down, true, yeah. down to my core. I like earth colors. Yeah, Same. yeah. So, and 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 you'll see it in in the pieces, like the ones that you told me about, like the atmospheric firing. That that's just Stephen Hill's firing an electric mm-hmm. gun. That's all mm-hmm. it is, and it's it's an experiment of different colors. And then I use two of the colors that he he uses uh, the strontium, mm-hmm. and he uses the Janus fruit. Mm-hmm. The only two combinations I use out of his glazes because I know that's what actually gets that effect. Oh, okay. But then okay. he also sprays his pieces. Yeah. So, that's how I get that effect. It's just, it's online. You don't, I mean, it's nothing. It looks so nice. Yeah. yeah. Just, for, for some context, our, our, our dear listeners, Aaron's pieces, I, part of the reason I, I love them is because they're, they're cone six oxidation fired from mm. what I understand, but they, they look like they're, they've gone through an atmospheric firing, like a salt firing or almost like a wood firing. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's fun. It's very easy to see that after a while, the cone of what someone like cone 10 looks drastically different in my eyes from a cone six. And cone mm-hmm. six looks drastically different from like a low fire glaze or even like a, a zero zero fire, right? But after you've been in the ceramic artwork for a while, you're like, I can I can see what that is. Yeah. So when you see someone like Aaron's work and it doesn't look at all like how it's supposed to look, you're like, whoa! It's like, what is this? <laughs> What's the shit, man? Yeah, yeah. And, and I will say, uh, you know, looking at like a lot of Dante's pieces, I mean, a lot of it is just just the glazes, the way they're made. And I'm terrible at glaze making. I'm not that good at it. So I, I suggest... Hint, hint, everybody who listens to this podcast, go to, go to Glazy. Yeah, we got the glazes on there because I do steal a lot of this off of there and I experiment with them a lot. What I've started to, I made my own clear base so you can mix up the glaze, but what I've started to do is put everything on Glazy so that people can stop asking me for glaze recipes. So I just be like, here it is for free. I'm, I'm into sharing my glazes. I don't keep them for myself. Yeah. There, one day I might have one that's like so God sent that I might not share it, but for now, for the last X amount of years. I'm, I'm willing to share my glazes. Yeah. Shit, I've been wondering since when you were going to put them up there. There, <laughs> yeah. Like, how do I find this glaze? I used to have a Discord <laughs> bot that gave all my glazes, but then Matt Katz was like, just use a glazy. You could put notes up there. Yeah. 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 And yeah. you can put more. You don't have to make a whole robot for every glaze. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's true. So I took away the robot. <gasps> and now I'm just slowly adding glazes to glazy so that people can have them, essentially. But a lot of them are not mine. A lot of them are stuff I've held for like nine years and just figured out how to work them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, you know, it doesn't even matter. I think they're, whether, regardless of whether you got them or not, I mean, a lot of Joe Thompson's recipes are not things that's that true. he, yeah. they're things that he just tweaked. Yeah. Just to make better. And I, and I think that's the whole point of like an artist community is being able to like tweak stuff and share it with everybody and say, hey, look, you can use this glaze. And you can still say, well, it's handmade. You know, it was tweaked. Yeah. Uh, I mixed yeah. the chemicals. I put it on a piece. It's all handmade. You know what the yeah. worst thing is that when you make your own glaze from scratch, when like you figure Ooh. out the chemistry and then you put it in glazy and you like do all the notes and everything. And then at the bottom of glazy, it tells you all the glazes that are similar to your glaze. Uh-huh. And you're just like... <laughs> So I just made someone else's glaze on accident. <laughs> There's 17 other glazes that are exactly uh, like my. I thought I was special. That would be that would Ooh. be heartbreaking. So oh now I've learned to just like use other people's data and tweak it essentially. Okay. okay. The work that I put into my own glazes has already been done by someone in history that has access to glazy. Yeah. What it's what, infuriating actually. What interests me about like a lot of your glazes too, and um, and Jill Thompson's is the the simplicity of it. So I. I'm like, I'm probably like almost every other potter, I hoard ingredients like yeah. nothing else. And I've got <laughs> shit that I haven't used in days. Yeah. And, and it's like, oh my God, this recipe has 15 fucking things. Yeah. Why do I have to add so much stuff to this? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I, I like how your stuff is very simple. It's not like 20 ingredients to yeah. make this glaze. And I'm like, 
God, I'm already tired of making this glaze already. I don't even know if I want to use it. If I got to put more than like <laughs> five oxides or carbonates it's and like mason stands together, I don't, it's too much testing for me. There's too much metal in the glaze. You know, if the, if the limit for copper is like, and I'm making this number up because I don't have the digital fire in front of me. If the limit for copper for leaching is like 1% and I add copper and then cobalt and then iron and then manganese dioxide and then some mason stand. I don't want to do the. I don't want to do the safety test for it, and I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, want to add a couple ingredients, do the safety test, figure out it's safe, and be done with it. Okay. Yeah. So how do you? Okay. That I had a question about that. How do you do safety testing? Because I've I've heard there's um, it's a double edged sword, right? So you know the lemon test is always what people say, but vinegar uh, too works. Yeah. So I've I've always heard that there is like there really is only one safety test and it's to send it in and to have them test to leach it and all that stuff because they say that a lot of times so i've got a lot of japanese pottery and they're um they're crackle glazes they're yeah mm -hmm. these weird tomokus and stuff that you would expect leaching to occur in, and it does yeah um but here i think in the states we have this weird concept of oh what's food safe and what's gonna not get me sick and i i live in i live in california i'm gonna get fucking cancer anyway so <laughs> i don't know yeah. what the big deal is of drinking out a cup from japan i will say that the ceramic art community does a great job at teaching but there's like a good 20 percent of them that teach by fear mm -hmm. so just in that light i had to learn like what's actually really dangerous yeah and what's not, granted I still make it food safe, but there's there's a couple different uh, axioms. There's like pitting and there's shivering, okay. making sure the thermal expansion matches up with your glaze and your clay body to make sure it doesn't craze. And that way the, the germs don't get in the cracks and cohabitate food, mm -hmm. and, um, food germs and mold and whatnot. And then there's leaching and then there's making sure that there's not too much metal in it so it doesn't leach and the metal doesn't come off. And there's myths about putting in the dishwasher, and the dishwasher makes it a different color, which isn't true. Why do you, what do you think my dishwasher's made out of, like, acid? Nah. It's just soap. What's wrong with yeah. it? And then there's so many, yeah. there's the, so many myths. The, and, po the podcast, for Flux's sake, yeah. actually has a really good episode talking about food safety. And they are, like, that's one of, a, I think it's Matt Katz, and I forget the other... The other artists. Rose Katz. Rose Katz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. then there's the other, there's the other moderator, but they are like trained in chemistry. Yes. So they can, they can like frankly answer that better than we can because. Okay. I know. love that podcast because every time I'm like, I don't think that's true. Matt Katz is like, that's not true. And I'm like, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I told you. The Facebook knew. potters have been lying to me because they're too afraid to do the test themselves. <laughs> and Matt Katz, who has done the test, just told me the truth. Yeah. yeah. Matt Katz did one on food safety and he's like, the large answer is yes, it's probably food safe. Yeah. Okay. Like, unless okay. it has these chemicals in it. But in Japan, they have more of a beauty aesthetic. Like, they understand gotcha. they're not going to die from a crackle glaze. Okay. okay. I've never seen a case in America that's died from, like, crackle glaze. Except for lead. I mean, except for you can get lead poisoning, but well, I mean, lead is a chemical. Lead's like, don't put lead in your glazes anymore, guys. I mean, yeah. That was a lead paint. That was a big no no. Fab 40s, anybody? Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> and they put it in our toys, and they put it in our food, mm, and the they paint. And the paint. They yeah. put it in. The previous generation put it in everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it gets pretty colors, though. It yeah, does get yeah. pretty reds. <laughs> yeah. If you really want to cheese the system, you could put a layer of it on the outside and then put a liner glaze on the inside and be like, well, mm, still food safe. Yeah. Right? Yeah, maybe. I Technically, I wouldn't do it because. Uh, you know I just, better. I just wouldn't do it, yeah. I don't know. There's chemicals I stay away from because I know enough now, but... Uh, yeah. Barium. Barium's one thing I won't put it in. Yeah, barium doesn't... Like, even if it was food safe, it doesn't do anything for me. No. Like, well, I don't... And the and, okay, so how do you get, like, a barium blue glaze? I don't know. I, I tried to make it, and I cannot to the life of me get a blue out of it. I assume, I assume it's a, a heat thing, but I also assume they just put, like, a tiny bit of cobalt. And I'm like, well, cobalt makes blue anyway. It's not really a barium blue, is it? <laughs> and it might. Having it off. 
You're cheating. You're cheating. So much oh, that's cheating. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's it can make blue, but I assume it's like some reds take such a cool down cycle and sits like holds at certain temperatures, like yeah. crystal glazes, to get a real okay. deep rich red. Uh-huh. That my brain's like, well, I have to fill the whole kiln, and I'm not ruining half my glazes for this one red. Yeah. So unless it has the ease of use of putting it in my kiln, going to cone six or seven, working and being done with it, I don't want I don't want to tweak this glaze at mm. the expense of the rest of my kiln just to. Have you gotten a good, really good red? Yeah, I cannot get a good red to save my life. Randy's red is great, but what I've what I've assigned myself, granted, Randy's red changes like four different colors. Okay. But if you get it perfectly right with the perfect gravity, with the perfect layering, it's very finicky, but you can get a really good deep earth Potter's red. But okay. I have almost assigned myself into just making a mason stain red at this point. Is it so? Is it Potter's red or is it just it's a red? Because my it's wife, a Potter's red. Not okay, a red. my wife is like. That is not red. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what's wrong yeah. with your eyes, but that is not red. It's not, yeah. The red for potters is a different red. Especially in oxidation, is a different red from... like, getting like a, that is not purple. What yeah. is wrong with you? <laughs> getting a bright red is difficult in an oxidation. Yeah, unless you're, by, unless you're using like a commercial glaze. Or you have the chemistry just right. And even the yeah. commercial glazes, mm-hmm. like... Um, deep the, deep fabric. Yeah, deep fabric. Yeah. It's just... I'm so sure it's a mason stain. I'm, a, I'm, I'm like I'm 90% so. sure they just got a base that was opaque and put a mason stain on it and call it a day. Mm. Now, I do know you can get red if you use another glaze on top of a glaze. Yes. Yeah. Because for some reason, the Amicos or Speedballs, they they never change on yeah. the glaze. So you put it on there and it, <clears throat> and it just looks like it's you just fucked up the glaze. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's see. We wrap it up. Since we are still gonna go get dim sum. I know my stomach's feeling dim sum. Right yeah, I'm definitely. I did not I'm eat this morning. I'm definitely. I same same. I had coffee and then this tea. So, so where where would you like your business to be in two years? Um, in two years, well, uh, heck, first I'd like to be successful in social media like you guys. Um, what does successful look like? Cause... Bro, I haven't posted in like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. I'm but your Instagram account says different. Yeah, I got the yeah, number. Yeah, well, that's but... right because you also had your account hacked, so you had yeah, like yeah. a solid following, and then like lost it all. So yeah, yeah, they they disabled my Facebook account, which was connected to Instagram, God. and Instagram I had like over two K followers, and now it's yeah. like, well, I'm rebuilding. It's a blessing in disguise because I'm actually getting more people who are way more interested in stuff than you know mm. just these random ass clean followers. There. Yeah, so. Mm. I'd like to get to where you guys are at follower-wise. And and I'm not saying just social media. I'm talking, like, in general. Like, people mm-hmm. know you. People know you for your works. Do I want a YouTube channel? Probably not. I hate being on video. <laughs> I, I'm a terrible teacher. <laughs> and, you know, I'd, I'd like to have, ultimately, <clears throat> like I said, something where my, my future wife doesn't have to work as hard. Mm-hmm. She can help me with my, my ceramics. She loves dressing up and going to conventions. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that'd be the ultimate goal. I got yeah. one of those, too. Do you? Nice. I, have, I have a I have a partner that likes to like be very social. Like, <laughs> right, you're yeah. the antisocial one. I'm right? I'm an antisocial I'm extrovert, one. and she's very like, <laughs> she's an introvert, but she's like, I want to go to a party, but I don't want to plan the party, and I don't want to invite the people, but I want all yes. our friends to be there. Yes, <laughs> and I want to dress up and look nice around our friends and have conversations about things we like, uh, but I don't want to do any of the footwork to plan that shit. No, no, I mean that's that's <laughs> stressful. That's stressful shit. It is. It is. So, I gotta so when are you gonna go to conventions? I haven't seen you at a convention since Empty Bowls. The last one Lindsay and I went to was uh, Ensika. 
went well, to Antica, and then you also went to Sac Anime. Yeah, yeah, but I was selling. I was yeah. selling at Sac Anime. So, are you planning on selling at any conventions in the? I'm a try, but I really do hate getting my my stuff together and then like being like, I'm ready for Sac Anime, and they're like, Oh yeah, we didn't accept you. And then I'm like, oh, that's crazy, because I have 300 pieces behind me. Right. I guess I'll have to put all of them online. Mm -hmm. like, you know, yeah. I just, I just, I just don't like if I'm making that many pieces. I need someone to say you're accepted, and then I need to be given the amount of time, like three months, to make that body right. of work. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, do you think your Patreon um, and like just the amount of people that buy from your shop? Do you think that's probably enough for you, or do you, you would you be able to find the time to make pieces I, for a convention? I think if I was on Etsy, it'd be enough. But I'm Etsy's like, terrible. I don't, I don't like, I'm not a fan of Etsy, but at the same time, Etsy is kind of like Google and that everyone uses it as a craft search engine. Right. So yeah. unless you're my, unless you know about my website and you go directly to it to buy directly from me, like with Etsy, you can just be buying whatever. But with me personally, you have to know about me to go to me to buy from me. Right. Yeah. And that's clearly yeah. a much shorter, smaller circle than people who just search on the internet. But I feel like if you were at a convention, people would know you. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I think people would. Because I, when I first started the Zach Anime, people were like, oh, they're like, oh, you got cool stuff. Like, oh, man, like, there's, you're the only potter here today. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. I'm like, I was like, is Lindsay not here this time? Yeah. They're like, no, she's not here. I'm like, oh, I'm like, shit, that sucks. I know. We got to get, we got to get our nerdy pottery crew all mixed. Yeah. You got like all three of us at a con. Yeah. I'd so be down for that. So I'm going to do uh, Folsom next year. Uh, Folsom Renfair. You should come out for Folsom. You should bring some stuff to Folsom. I'll try because my my wife loves Renfairs. And, and I could probably get her on board. Um, and, I, and I will tell you, like, so that's half the battle, right? Is finding the convention you should go to. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Folsom, you should come out to. Because alone, we made over 3K at Folsom. Nice. And that was just for the weekend. So I'll try it out, but I'm going to have to yeah. dress up. That actually reminds I, me dude, of a question. I, I, bought a hat, I bought a $125 hat just for the Renfair. Nice. That actually reminds me of something I wanted to ask you about earlier is like, how do you, like, since you don't do ceramics full time, mm -hmm. how do you keep up enough inventory to go to, because you, you basically went to the Folsom Renaissance Fair and Sac Anime back to back. Yeah. How did you, and like, and, sin, and then you have Sinister Creature Con. Yeah. So how do you have enough inventory to do all those events? I didn't have enough social energy um, to do that. That's well, okay, After the so fifth person, I was like, oh, I can't hate. see this shirt, you can read my shirt. Oh, yeah. I'm not procrastinating. <laughs> I'm doing side quests. I feel that. That's I fair. feel that. That's, yeah. I, you know, I, so uh, Susan told me a long time ago, she's like, oh, you're not procrastinating. You're just, you know, I guess what happens is as an artist, you get into this mode where, um, your creative juices don't flow until you get like right before the event. Yes, oh, yeah. And then you go, oh god, <laughs> shit! I gotta make all this stuff, and then yeah. you never really ever get everything done. But you mm. get what you can get done. You're like, oh well, yeah. well, fuck it. I guess this is what I have, yeah. and this yeah. is what's going to the convention with me. I Definitely. hope I sell it. Yeah. How many pieces did you bring to the Sack Anime and then the Ren Fair Full Smart? Um, god, Sack Anime. I think we had probably, if I had to term term it in terms of like. Money, we probably had about six or seven thousand dollars worth of stuff. Hell yeah! Um, we sold like I was afraid I was going to sell almost everything, wow. and we did. We sold about three quarters of our stuff at Sac Anime. So, like numbers wise, is that I was like around two hundred, three hundred, um, probably. 100? It's probably a couple hundred pieces, okay. at least. Yeah. At least two, three, maybe four hundred pieces. Some mm -hmm. of it was left over from old old events. Mm -hmm. um, so we discount those if people want to buy them. Okay. Uh, but then, yeah, when I get into a mode to make stuff, I'll spend an entire night 
and I'll make a shit ton of pieces. Yeah. I'll leave them on the shelf. I'll let them dry, and then I'll come back to them one by one by one by mm-hmm. one. And I know I probably commit the worst potter's foul ever, which is I wrap my stuff up, and then I keep them sprayed down to keep them wet. If I can't I mean, get to them, well, you know, I, that, that seems like a very normal. I think that's like what we all do. I did like, that shit this morning. What are you talking about? Yeah, I've got like stuff wrapped up like behind me. It's or, the yeah. quality of plastic that matters. That's okay. about okay. it. Like even in Dollar Tree, Dollar Tree trash bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. trash bags work fine. You spray it. Just make sure the corners are tucked, the air holes are covered, and sometimes if they are hard enough, if they're like leather, whatever. I'll put a trash bag over and then I'll put a towel over to weight the thing okay. down, okay. knowing that it won't mess up the rims because it's dry enough. That's right. Good idea. Okay. And I did that this morning and I'm gonna go trim afterwards. Yeah. I'm gonna give me some trim. <laughs> oh, oh my god. There's it. There's dim sum. Oh yeah, that's true. Alright, so. well where for our dear listeners, where can they find you? Uh, if people just, want to see your work, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Patreon in about a week. Hell I'll have it up. yeah! I just had to rework the tiers a little bit. Truth be told, stock your guys' oh Patreons to see what, what you guys are pricing. I at. totally stocked so many people's <laughs> Patreons when I was making my own that you're you're good, you're good. So I don't make custom pieces, but on Patreon, I I'm gonna be making custom pieces. Very yeah. cool. But it will be a an extremely high tier, and mm-hmm. you will only get the ability to request a custom piece. Yes. Because I do not have the time to make custom pieces. For so. sure. For Same. Sure. After after a certain amount of money, I'm like, you can get you skip the line as far as like commissions right. from me. If you are a high t- enough tier, yeah. That yeah. How, how do you get the? Uh, speaking of, how do you get the time to make stuff for? Conventions? Oh my god! And how do you update your shop? Dude, I have it. I do it like four <laughs> times a year, and if you miss the boat, you miss the boat. And yeah. I'm, I'm tired of people messing me. Be like, oh, I can't buy anything. I'm like, oh, you should have gone on. I was telling you, well, you better get on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For for so, me, it takes me a few. Like I usually end up again like within the last month before an event yeah. is usually when I'm able to push out the most stuff. Um, I had about 200 pieces that I brought to Sack Anime, and probably half or maybe a little more were just cylinder pieces that were okay. single dip glaze because that was I was able to make those faster that month before. But I I'm still working on how to make enough inventory to fit the demand that I have, which is a very good problem to have. But I'm definitely like my business is very much limited because. It is just me making yeah. everything, and each piece kind of takes a decent amount of time, even if they're more if they're the more simple designs. And I do this full time, but I also am not always great with scheduling my time. So that's me. Sometimes I've just had bad time <laughs> management, to be honest. But yeah. Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna bring Dante to the next round. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll kidnap him. I'm I'm gonna get a ten by twenty booth. Yeah. I'm gonna, you guys can bring your stuff out and we'll yeah. set I'll up try, but if I get socially weird, don't, you no, know. That's, that's oh, you should hear that's how fair. we talk at the Ren Fair. Oh, good. Oh, it'll we're, be We're it'll extremely be socially weird. I think people get weirded out by us. Well, <laughs> come, come to the next Renaissance Fair. You'll see. You'll, you'll see us. You'll see us. Yeah. Fall, oh, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Oh. For now, though. And if you drink, you can. There's beer. There's mead. That's fair. I'll drink some real beer. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening to the Mud Peddlers with Lindsay M. Dillon and Dante of Earth Nation. Want to say hi and see what Dante and I are working on in our studios? Check out the show notes for links to our websites and social media below. You can find me at lindsaymdillon.com. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, M as in monster, D-I-L-L-O-N.com. 
and on Etsy, Instagram, and Facebook at Lindsay M. Dillon. And you can find me at Earth Nation Ceramics. It's spelled exactly how you think it's spelled, but you can also find me on my Facebook fan page and Instagram at the same name at Earth Nation Ceramics. If you enjoyed hanging out with us today or you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss, take a second to rate and review The Mud Peddlers in Apple Podcasts. It helps our podcast reach new listeners and we really appreciate the feedback. Thanks again and we'll catch you next time.